The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Incident. It, incident power. Incident. It, incident power. Incident. It, incident power. 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 Incident. It, incident power. Incident. It, incident power. Incident. It, incident power. So, Solar and Russ are, <laughs> they're, it's a sort of like a McMansion, I guess, like a mini-mansion, because um, there's only so much space to go around in the city. Um, so by backfire standards, this is a pretty opulent place, and uh, the body of Alexander Tate um, is sprawled out. He's got scorch marks uh, on his face and around his neck and a, a big scorch mark on his chest, and Russ is standing over him. Um, he's like squeezed into this tiny entryway. This giant minotaur. <laughs> are there other uh, copper dragons? Oh, copper dragon. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. We're, we're, gonna, we're living with the pun now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game will only go so far. Yep. Yeah. So he's definitely smoking a cigar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like chomping on this big, this big cigar, and I gotta try not to make him like Columbo because I've been watching a lot of. Columbo, not my time off. Um, sure. So he's he's chomping on the cigar and he looks up at Solar and he's like, "What do you think?" And uh, I look at so I'm looking at the this Mongol this executive Mongol yeah that's murdered in a very horrific but un, un, unobservable way. I mean, there are visible scorch marks, so it, I think it's pretty clear that's what got him. Uh, have we seen any uh, I start going through the process of like thinking about prior incidences in this region really is this a calling card of a certain gang is this does this look accidental or is this placed with a warning did someone say this is what happens to you like I start going through the list Uh, Um, I mutter these things to him in pieces as I go through the list of my red breath okay so make a history check oh random roll D20 generator. Good thing I had my bag of dice sitting next to me. Yep. I thought I had... Not that I need it right now, but just, you know, I have it. Roll a D20. Uh, uh, I'm not going to roll any modifiers since my character's not done yet, so my straight die is 14. Okay. It's not necessarily a calling card. He would have seen this happen before. I mean, he's he's been on the force. He's been on the job for for a while um so he has seen people take uh shots like this you imagine it's probably a wand fireball spell from a wand um maybe although there's not a lot of scorching elsewhere um in terms of like who else has done this like he's seen it before but not necessarily a pattern um it's not something that like people disappear a lot in backfire there are murders that are pretty grisly so nothing would really come to mind as like you know, oh, that this gang strikes again or something like that. Like, that's that's not going through his mind right now. I start investigating the scene. I'm looking for 
thing. Uh, the body is obviously its own thing. I'm looking around the space. I'm looking around the wall, the door, the entryway. I'm checking to see where it could have, where the attack could have been placed. If anything, someone came in, attacked, ran away. Someone came in, attacked, ransacked it. I'm checking. I'm doing my beat cop thing. I'm doing my whole routine. Okay, so make an uh, an investigation check. Yep. Uh, Ten. Okay. Um, there are no scorch marks around like the walls or anything like that. So he took the the blast or, or whatever it was directly. He took the brunt of it. He would see that the the door wasn't forced open. Um, so he, he opened it himself, whether he was coming or going. So 10 would be like an average check. He's got his shoes on. You see, um, as you're like looking through the immediate part of the house, he has a study that's right off to the side. Um, his desk it's if I could turn my camera I would show you like how much junk I have piled on either side of me right now uh, it's it's disorganized um, it may have been rifled through it's hard to tell um, just because like like I said maybe he's just really messy so yeah I would think that's all that you'd see for now as far as like Russ Russ only rolled a 9 on his investigation check so Russ is like, I think he got burned. Looks like it looks like a burn job, solely. All right, all right, Rusty. <laughs> uh, I um, I checked the rest of the house to see if there was any force entry from the back or uh, if anything looks like it was smashed and grabbed. Okay. And then, what are other people doing while I'm doing all this work? <laughs> uh, so Percy, um, are you gonna? Are you gonna check this out, or are you are you kind of like lurking in the shadows anywhere? Or, uh, well, let's see. How's the? Is it just Solar and Russ there, or are there more cops and officials, or is it just anybody walking in to see what's up? Um, I, I would say this is part of our beat. Our beat, like, yeah. So there's not like a perimeter setup or anything. Um, they are the the first people on the scene. Well, let's think about this because the news has gotten out because um, Zafira and and Percy both know that this happened. Um, news travels fast in a place like this. Um, well, so there, how about we, we can do it where the news got put out in a way uh, they know about it because it's a certain channel of the news got out. Maybe oh, it's not cool. I know. So yeah. So like to play on on old movie tropes like. The news broke before the cops knew. Yeah. Right? So there's already, like, a crowd forming, and there are probably other cops who are trying to set up, like, a... Like a curtain? That's not the right yeah. word. Um, uh, uh, the, ro- the ropes? Yep, like, yep. The, well, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, like, we're technical detectives slash more investigators. Yep. So we're we're on the scene. Yeah. To street, to, compared to crowd control. Yeah, so there, there's probably a couple of, like really young cops who are there too who have been assigned to do crowd control um, who are doing like the nothing to see here, move along kind of generic yeah. video game dialogue um, right. to try to get people to move along but there's still this big crowd of people there um, trying to like gawk and see because he, he was a really well known guy um, and, um, so, uh, so Percy's like trying to find out if this dude is this actual guy or if he's not his own doppelganger. Okay. Like what happened to him? 
like yep. what happened in person. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> so he's busy. He's out there just just talking. He's like, yeah, but is it his body? <laughs> okay, is it his body? And he's just hoping to you know he can at least talk to somebody about this. Okay. So Percy is is asking himself these questions or asking just like anybody who will listen to these questions. And one of the um, the cops doing crowd control um, sees this and, and hears this and uh, is probably a little put off by it, right? Um, yeah. So uh, he he hustles into the into the house and he gets Solar and Russ and he's like. Like I, I think you guys need to. I think you guys need to see this. He's a young guy, brand okay. new, wet behind uh, the ears. The the cops brand new. That's yeah. Yep. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna let. Uh, so Rusty would make Rusty's the the go the, the mouth shooter offer. He'd make a he'd make a snap comment. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> make the DM do the work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So Rusty would like point down at the body, and he's like, "We are looking at this." <laughs> I'll, I'll come. I'll peek my back, my head out from the other room, and go. Uh, and I'll make a. I'll make a face of like, "What's wrong?" Um, the cop, uh, the rookie. I think his last name is Greenhorn. I guess his last name has to be Greenhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Greenhorn. <laughs> Jay. Yeah. Jay Greenhorn. He's yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole family of like cops that are last name Greenhorn. And this, <laughs> that's gotta happen. Maybe, maybe one of them made it. One of them did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, so Joey points to um, this guy who who is at the the curtain. Um, the curtain. The curtain. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you would think for as long as I've been teaching about crime, I would know like basic terms like this, but I never claimed to be good at my job. <laughs> uh so you look out there and you see this guy who is um just kind of like kind of talking to himself he's like asking people questions around there um but he like something about him stands out more so than um the rest of the crowd there who's like gawking and, and trying to see what's going on uh i'd uh i'd come out of the room i'd walk past uh walk past my partner you know, I'll go, all right, let's go. And I look at Greenhorn and go, okay, get another cop over here and stand here. Okay. I, um, so for the record, my character's charisma is amazing. So I'm going to be the very, like, I can get people to work with me. That's why I'm still doing this stuff. Okay. Sounds good. And I have, um, and I have, and I took the version of the tiefling where I get disguise self and I can, um, use stromaturgy to detect thoughts and languages. <laughs> so I'm very much an investigator and I can get information from people being likable. Yeah. Rusty's my Rusty's my my gr- gruesome guy. He's my he's the gruff guy, and I'm the hey, talk to me. Like a good cop, bad cop. Yeah, like a literal good cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Good, good cop, bad cop. Bad, bad copper. <laughs> bad copper. <laughs> <laughs> I can never keep it straight. Are, are metallic dragons bad or good? Brass dragons are good. Okay. I don't know where copper dragons lay. And then look at 5e tools. Yeah. 5e tools are not sponsored. I can never keep it straight. Are the metallic dragons good or bad? I feel like they're bad, right? Because, I don't know. What am I doing here? This is like a good break. spot for Mark to put in a break. <laughs> <laughs> Mark break? Mark break. 
dragons are typically of evil alignment in contrast to the metallic dragons, which are typically of good okay. al- good alignment. Okay, so uh, good chromatic bad. So he's a he's a good dragon gone bad. Oh. <laughs> he's so he's slowly but surely all he's turning he's changing coloring. Yeah. And we just think that's the dirt of backfire, but we all know he's, it's the soul. Yeah, oh yeah. He's just, he's showing his age. Scales are going gray. He's seen too much. He's seen too much. Yep. I don't know why that's so funny, but <laughs> it, it is. Stolar seen the same amount of things, and he's not falling apart. But we're losing Rusty. Yeah, there's something to be said about that, that type of resiliency. Okay, so uh, Solar goes out, um, and there's Percy doing Percy stuff. Just, just uh, pacing back and forth, just waiting to find out news. Uh, and I, 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 I approach him. I bring my partner with me. We approach him. Uh, I let my, I let Rusty uh, get up and yeah, and go. Hey, oh, you're making a commotion out here. What's the problem? So I'll, I'll role play both from time to time. Right. And then uh, my character is more like just giving you the look of like talk to me type of thing. I hasn't said anything. All right. So Percy, uh, since he sees some stuff, he doesn't. You know, not too intimidated, but he knows he's talking to cops. <coughs> so. Just kind of gives him a look. He says, "Was it magic? What are you? Are you are you out here? You're wasting my time. You're over here making all this noise. Was Getting it all, magic? <laughs> what? Random people come up asking about magic. Get out! Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> but if it's a dead body and it's not his body, then y'all might be in trouble. Are you threatening, cop? You threatening? Whoa! You stepping up? This escalated quickly. Arrest, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest. Uh, my character is more like, well, what do you mean by an extra body? Are you you telling me you've seen more than one body? Well, not here. You have, a, his- you have a history of multiple bodies? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a history, but more like a happening. Can you be more specific? <laughs> not right now. So why are you out here complaining about magic and bodies? I'm holding back, Rusty. Because, let's just say somebody's out here creating other people. Uh, Rusty hears that. Rusty starts eyeballing the crowd. He does a perception check with the crowd mm-hmm. just to see what's going on. And then I, I'm i inciting him to see what he's trying to tell me. Okay. So I'll roll for, for Rusty. Um, <laughs> that is a one. So <laughs> Rusty... Rusty's too mad! Rusty, no. <laughs> so, so Rusty... Yeah, so like Rusty gets sent away and then Rusty immediately... I feel like he's the cop who would like fall for like the crying uh, people in the crowd. Um, sure. So I think that some of like there there are women there who claim to have known Tate who are like just just like crying and like trying to push past the the cordon to get in uh, and see them and and he's very he's very happy to like in that grizzled cop kind of way like swallow his anger and be like no ma'am you don't. You trust me. You don't want to see it. <laughs> yep, makes sense. Good. So he can he can handle like the all the various like weeping widows um, that are out there. Um, so okay. Uh, so then I, I insight check Percy on his intentions of giving this information. Am I getting any vibes that he's he has information he's not giving me, or he's trying to allude me to something that mm-hmm. I should be paying attention to? 
Okay. Um, give me a reminder on what insight space modifier is. Oh, uh, let me. Is, check. That, is it wisdom or is it intel? I think it's wisdom. Um, let me. Insight, you said. Yeah. Wisdom. All right. So my I rolled a d twenty there, and then I add wisdom bonuses. Zero flat. Okay, flat on wisdom. I need to change that score. Okay. Uh, I rolled a ten. Uh, so Percy knows some stuff. He's he's clearly holding back a lot, right? He's he's talking about bodies and other bodies, but um, whether or not this is like whether or not he's directly related to this case or not, you're not sure. Okay. Um. Um. So are uh, he does the whole like he starts asking the generic questions did you did you know the did you know the the victim personally do you have any relationship with uh the person so and so uh we're both in the same line of work if you consider entertainment work but other than that didn't have a personal relationship with him just a concerned bard <laughs> I was imagining like that delivery, like I'm just a bard who's <laughs> just looking bard. out for people. Yeah, I'm just sitting here going, I'm okay, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I proceed. I proceed to uh, give him the um, the the D and D backfire equivalent of my of my card, and go. If you have any more information down the road, let me okay. And then I, I proceed to turn her back around. I let Rusty continue his sto- his grizzle cop condolences, and I get the B cops back out there to watch the yard. And I go back to reinvestigate the see if there's a, uh, I do the perimeter check. Okay, so uh, as you're as you're checking this, um, another another person shows up. Um, it's it's a man in a uh, a suit, um, like very well dressed. He he pushes up to the front. He he pushes past um, the 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 rookies, the greenhorn, and whoever the other greenhorns are there. Like lots of greenhorns. Um, he he's able to push his way in there, um, and he he starts walking towards um, the house and is like, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Where is he? I need to see this! I need to see this!" Sir, 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 sir. Uh, he ignores you and just keeps walking. I follow him. <laughs> uh so he he enters the house um and he he sees the body and he has like a like an audible gasp and i i like he kind of clutches like his chest like <gasps> like that um and then like he pauses for a second and like he's taking it all in and then he um steps over the body and goes right into the study I follow him and go, sir. You're in a crime scene. Get out. <laughs> uh, he he says he says no no no. I I need I need something. I need I need to check something. I need to check something. I need to check something. Sir, no no. You're you're in a crime scene. <laughs> you're breaking more laws by standing here. You're currently in my way. So he he's gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> he he does not care. Uh, I, and I think he would say something like. Would he would he splash money at you to try to get in? I think he probably would. Um, so he he as he's walking, like you see him reach into his coat and he he pulls out a wad of paper money and he just like throws it at you. He's like that that should be enough. Um, I need I need to check something. I need to check this. 
I need to make sure this box. I need to make sure his papers. Mr. Tate was an important man. I need to make sure that everything is in order. Like what was I taken? Use, I, I use Who did this? I use stormaturgy to make a lightning strike sound effect over his head. <laughs> um, so there's that uh, like whip snap sound, like directly over his head, and he almost like an air raid drill. He just like hits the ground. <laughs> I then proceed to walk over and go, sir. You need to leave. And I pick him up from the arm and I walk him out. Uh, okay, so he's, he's not strong enough that he would... His his attempts to resist uh, wouldn't be successful. Um, sure. Make a, yeah. make a perception check, though. Perception. Okay, D20 roller. Roll my die. Okay, and then add... Perception is... Whiz. Oh, God. Okay. A plus one. Uh, I rolled a five. Okay, so you just uh, you haul him up out of there, and he he kind of tries to fight, but he's not very strong. Sure. Um, and you know you've been on the force for so long that you know all of you, Solar probably knows like a hundred different pressure points, yep. right? Just the right way to like grab somebody um, right. and and I toss him out. I, I don't want to walk him out of the building because now I'm suspicious of him because like. People don't walk into crime scenes and start going through stuff without having something to lose. Mm-hmm. So I walk them to, uh, I guess, the front room where I can like have more control and sit him in a chair. And I start asking him. Uh, at this point, I I make whatever insert team sound effect I have: whistle, snap, sound uh-huh. effect that gets Rusty back in here. Okay. Um. So yeah, you signal for Rusty, and he comes. He comes hustling back in. Um, I want to find a way to get Zafira involved in this somehow um Zafira would probably be kind of lingering around outside just watching trying to kind of figure out exactly what's going on okay um trying to wait until it's calm enough that she can slip in and look at the body okay um let me look at your sheet real quick is she is she sneaky at all like would she is she somebody who would be stealthy I mean she's a little above average on it, yeah. but okay. probably used to sneaking around graveyards, but <laughs> graveyards are usually quiet. Yeah. Not, not a crime scene. Yeah, so, <laughs> so she's... She's a little, little earlier in the game on this one. She's trying to look inconspicuous, but is probably standing out a little bit. Um, probably. She's probably not, like, wearing anything that would be complicated, like, maybe just, like, a plain, you know, black robe or something. But... It's probably enough that in that area, like in that district where she is, it would stand out as too plain, maybe, from what you're saying. Like too ordinary? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like out of place. Like she's in the wrong the wrong part of town. Like yeah. Maybe she would have had to travel some distance maybe to get yeah. there. Like um, maybe the bakery's a little closer to the outskirts. Yeah. Okay, so um, Joey Greenhorn would, um, would see her. Is she just like kind of staring at the house? Yeah, just kind of standing back, watching, not getting, like, worked up and excited and all in the hub love like everybody else is. It's up closer to the cordon. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of back a little bit, just watching. Okay. Um, so Joey Greenhorn would, would come up to, to where the part of the cordon where she is um, and would, would start saying, like, there's nothing to see here. You can move along, move along, miss, move along. She just stares, she just stares at him. He says it a little louder, uh, and he and I think he would, 
he would correct himself and he would say, Move along, ma'am. <laughs> Move along. All, all authority God. <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah. Like I don't think that he's good at reading ages. <laughs> or like you know he wouldn't know like proper decorum. <laughs> Just go. She's just gonna quirk a brow at him and just kind of stare. Like I'm behind the cordon. What are you gonna do to me? <laughs> uh, she's not gonna say that. She's just gonna stay quiet. But yeah, yeah. Like that. That eyebrow says a lot. <laughs> Gee, <laughs> a lot. A lot to read into that. And I think Joey Greenhorn is very in- easily intimidated. <laughs> um. And he might be a little creeped out. Like he's he's probably never seen a warlock on the job before, and he's thinking back to the academy training. Like, is this is this what a warlock is, <laughs> or, or or I don't know. <laughs> and he's trying to like go back and and if think. I'm trying to blend in. Would he even know that I I'm a magic user? Well, probably not. And and I should probably come up with some like mechanic to find to find ways for magic users who are like outlaws to to blend in. Like there's gotta be something there that's not stealth. Um maybe it would be like an arcana check that like, like trying to hide. Cause I, yeah, I'm thinking of it as like in like an X Men kind of way. Like like can you constrain your powers while while you're out in public? Yeah. Or like that's that's one of the ways that this world is lacking, right? Like I'm not really sure like what what it looks like in game terms for people who aren't supposed to have magic um who are nonetheless like shirking the rules and are are out doing magic stuff i get to do it because i'm a cop yeah yep um, oh so, boy <laughs> so uh sidebar um i'm just fixing little pieces while we think about that uh-huh. um i've learned uh so i'm using abyssal as my demon languages for all the demons, phase, vampires, and stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I want to know, like, thieves can't slash, you know, the criminal words. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't do it on the spreadsheet, so I'm just throwing that uh, out there. Okay. Yeah, back, back to the spotlight over the action. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so, uh... <laughs> Joey Greenhorn is, is going back to, like, whatever criminal profiling class he had to take. <laughs> and... <laughs> it's... He's like, she's she's wearing dark clothes. <laughs> she's not speaking. He he's trying to figure out if like a hex has been put on him. <laughs> like like between between her and then Percy's like muttering to himself. Like he, I think his hackles are up a little bit, and so he's gonna he's gonna go get. <coughs> He's gonna go. He's gonna go to Rusty and and Solar, and say, uh, uh, "I got, got another. Uh, I think somebody else that you guys need to talk to." Uh, She's acting Rusty. real weird. Rusty shakes his head. I walk past Rusty and I go over. I go, uh, "Ma'am, uh, how can we help you?" Uh, she's just going to. Just uh, hmm. gonna kind of stand there and just say, "I'm just seeing what's up." I was walking home, saw this, figured I'd stop. Well, this this is an active crime scene. You've, you've been asked to move along. Is, do you have a reason to be here beyond the curious obsession? Maybe, maybe I don't. 
in in real life, telling the cops maybe. Is, <laughs> I know. Yeah, is, like, you've just set off alarms. Rusty's behind me, getting all nervous now. He's like, he gets a little loud about like, uh, you know, I don't want to say he starts asking, demanding for identification, but he's he's really like, why are you here? He wants to know what you're trying to be here for. Like, like, I, you're, not, you're not, you haven't identified yourself. You haven't said you're part of anything. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I'm just a watcher. I'm like, well, that doesn't cut, cut it. I think one thing we can safely advocate for on this podcast is like if you ever find yourself in a situation where the police are trying to talk to you, yeah, just it's it's always better to say as little as possible to the police. Definitely never say maybe. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) maybe is asking for all kinds of trouble. You're setting yourself up to be much more in trouble. And if you're there for some odd reason where you're representing something, identify yourself. Say you're there for whatever proper organization you work for. Yeah. Yeah. Yup. Don't be Zafira. Yeah. Um, uh, Rusty starts going off on politics, policies and stuff like that. He goes off. And um, I kind of like step back and let and let the interaction happen. He goes on about like, you're violating these, you're violating X, Y, and Z. You're not identifying anything. You're, you're currently becoming a, in the way. He, get, he ends it with like, we want to get you, we want to book you for you know insert disturbing the peace slash not listen to instructions type of thing he goes on a whole little tie tie right okay uh Zephyr will just kind of shrug and be like alright and walks away not too far she's gonna go around where they can't see her and then she's just gonna hang out until she thinks that it's calm enough that she can go check things out like they're gone Rusty watches you walk off. Turn after you get down to a certain point. He turns around. He walks past. He walks past me. We walk back in towards the house. I look over. I see a corner of my eye. I let you. I let you linger away from the site, and I walk back to the there. <laughs> She's like a block away, trying to look busy. Like <laughs> if she had a phone, moving, moving, <laughs> moving stuff around. She's just trying to text. Yeah. How do I, how do I tweet? How? <laughs> yep. I haven't checked. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've been tucked it in two minutes. What have I missed? Um. <laughs> uh, so, uh, did Percy see any of that take place? Well, Percy, so Percy is inside the house. Percy has been seated. Um, but we'll say, we'll say for the sake of it, yes, right? He is, um, Rusty is, is trying to interrogate him, but it's in front of this big bay window. <laughs> um, and, uh, he's probably doing doing that uh, as a way to scare the crowd away. <clears throat> it's an old tactic. Yeah. So while Rusty's kind of seeing this and uh, he's just not really uh, too intimidated by it because he knows he didn't do anything wrong just get through the situation. So he just says casually Did you guys, uh, you guys ever think about checking for magic? So Rusty, uh, Rusty gives him this look, and he's like, "Oh yeah, magic. That's a why didn't I think of that? What a good idea!" And it's like very clearly like he's he's making fun of Percy, like, like duh, like I should have. Why didn't I think of that? Mm. Magic. Just thought because something tells me if he was burned like this and he still had shoes on, maybe he didn't run. <laughs> He he goes to like to say something smart at you, and then he's like, 
And he stops and he's like, well, you, you don't run. <laughs> and, <laughs> I haven't been burnt. <laughs> and uh, you see him like, he kind of is like inching. I mean, he's still looking at you, but he's like inching backwards and he kind of like shooting a look over his shoulder to like look at the body again. <laughs> and like look back at you and um, he's... He's definitely more suspicious. <laughs> you're like, yeah. I mean, I knew that, but what? Look, man, I know it's tense. What else? What else? I, do you. I, I know you have a dead body in there, but uh, maybe if everybody works together, we can figure this thing out. Nobody else gets hurt. <laughs> um. Oh, sidebar. Percy might be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Rossi figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying like nobody else gets hurt. Um, yeah. Well, that, that was that was a, uh... that's about as bad as saying maybe. Yeah, don't say nobody else gets hurt. Attention, attention, attention listeners, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't do it. Don't do it in real life. Yeah, I, I'm. So we're gonna be recording again. Um, tomorrow with uh, <laughs> with further with further cast members who I'm hoping to have on and uh, one of them is a, a criminal justice professor and so I'm I can't wait to have him <laughs> listen to this and just like this is terrible you are all awful <laughs> you all cannot do this <laughs> or maybe he'll lean way into it we'll we'll find out <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilzak. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast, um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do, is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it play for progress and the idea is to use D&D and eventually hopefully probably other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some in some way um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really really hard by the opioid crisis um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly, and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people. So we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering, um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, if you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress. Um, and anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.